With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I want to welcome each of you to E3 Ministries Real Talk, where we come together every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm so glad to be back with you another Sunday as we continue our discussion on the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life, the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life. Before we begin, let us begin with a word of prayer. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you for this time. We thank you for another opportunity to come to learn more about what your word says about the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life and how to live them out in our own lives. Now, God, we ask you, Heavenly Father, to open our eyes and our ears, God, that we receive that will be receptive to your word, and that will hear what you would have to speak to each one of us. We ask you, Heavenly Father, to remove any distractions, remove anything that would hinder or block us from hearing you. Have your way on this line, Holy Spirit. Let your spirit flow upon every heart and every mind that you would have speak to each one of us, convict and reveal and show us the things, help us to evaluate and examine and examine our hearts and our minds and show us those areas, God, of our lives we need to look at, we need to reexamine the place we need to work on, Lord, so we, so we can become more and more like thee. We thank you, we praise you, we bless your name, and you desire to make us more and more like you. And we thank you that you are getting stronger and stronger in thee. So continue to work on us, continue to do what you have to do in us and through us. And help us be willing vessels and be open to do the work that, and to be obedient to things you show us to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. To God be the glory, the honor, and all of the praise. My name is Minister Tamika Brown, and I'm so glad to be back with you another Sunday evening. To God be the glory. Our scriptures for this series, the first one comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. It reads, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight, I not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a cast away. And the second scripture is First Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. First Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. But refuse profane and old wise fables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promises of the life that now is and of that which is to come. That was First Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, and First Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. And those are our Scripture verses for this series on spiritual disciplines of a Christian life. Amen. And last week we finished talking about staying strong through prayer. Staying strong through prayer. And we talked about, we've been talking about watching out for wrong spirits. And last week we talked about watching out for the spirit of Peter and other words, the Peter appear is Peter is one that would try to hinder or try to distract you from doing what God has called you to do, and it's important that we ask God to show us and reveal to us anybody in in our lives, our relationships, anybody that would try to hinder 
or block us from doing what God has called us to do. Our focus and our priority must be on doing the work that God has called us to do and doing only what God has called us to do because we're here to do God's purpose and do his will. And we have to watch out for those, watch out for how the enemy will try to send people in our lives who will try to distract us and hinder us from doing the work that God has called us to do. We need to make sure that we are doing what God has called us to do and we are focusing in on that. So it's important that we watch out for those relationships of those that would try to hinder or block us. And it's so important that we do that. So last week we talked about staying strong through prayer, and we finished up on that last week. And I would encourage you to listen to last week's teaching that we talked about that. And listen to all of this teachings on staying strong through prayer. But I'm going to continue on to the next, 10 Keys to Powerful Prayer. 10 Keys to Powerful Prayer. The next one is be properly related to authority. Be properly related to authority. And I'm referencing the book by Joyce Myers titled The Power of Simple Prayer, How to Talk with God About Everything, How to Talk to God About everything, because we know that we can talk to God about everything that's going on in our lives. And I'm so glad about it, and I pray you are as well. (laughs) So the author starts off talking about be properly related to authority. And so I'm going to start off by talking about Often when a pastor tries to bring some kind of correction, people tend to become upset and want to leave the church, and that is not right. Paul corrected people often that was part of his job as a spiritual leader, and it remained responsibility for spiritual leaders today. Today. Paul said, not that we have dominion over you and lord it over your faith, but rather that we work with you as fellow laborers to promote your joy. And that scripture reference is 2 Corinthians 1, 24. And the author says, if we, are, if we will understand and believe that spiritual authority exists to promote our joy, we will embrace it. And when we do, our joy will increase and our prayer Prayers will be effective. And so when we talk about authority, what we are talking about is that God puts people like our pastors, our leaders. Pastors are shepherds over the flock, that God puts pastors over churches to lead them in the way that God desires to lead his church, to lead those that the pastor puts under, that the people that God puts under the the, pastor, under the pastors as the shepherd. But the pastors have to make sure, it's important that the pastors make sure that they're hearing and listening, listening to the Lord. That's why it is so important that when we are under uh, our pastors that we have to know that we what they we have to know that we have to make sure that we are doing what 
as what they as what God is leading them to do and make sure it lines up with the word of God. So it's important that if the pastor is giving some type of correction that we don't get all upset and don't want to hear it. We have to be open to hear it because we have to we as the word of God we have to believe that God has put that person in that position for a reason. And we have to and as this um is talking about we properly relate to authority. If God has put that person in that church, in that air, in that position, we need to make sure we're open to correction and do as what is being said. And sometimes we don't want to hear correction. That's true for all of us. We don't want to hear someone saying we need to do this or do that. But we need to be open to that and be and listen to what they're saying. Amen. And we know that Paul, he went to many churches, and his as he was a, a apostle, and he went to different churches, and he went to um, help and encourage these churches. And he didn't correct it to people. He did. He did it out of love, though. He did it out of love. He didn't do it to hurt them. He didn't do it to cause them pain. But he did it because he wanted them to grow. He wanted them to continue to be to grow in their faith, to strengthen their faith. And so that's what we have to remember. We need to find it a joy that it's the correction is going forth. Because if what if we what if there wasn't any correction? What if there wasn't just everything was okay and nothing ever? Things can just go haywire. Things can just go any way that they ever they wanted to go, and it could be. It could just be bad. So we need to know if there's correction going on. If they're saying you need to do something a little different, we need to change this, it could be for the good and not just to discount it because you don't want to change it or you don't want to hear the correction. And don't just leave the church. But you need to, when you hear the correction, first and foremost, know first that understand that just pastors are human. Pastors are human. They're human just like you and like you and me. And you need to go to God first and ask God to make sure what they are saying and what that you are hearing, make sure it lines with the word of God, to ask God for that discernment first and foremost, to make sure that it is God giving you that discernment, to make sure it's, that, it's, that you need that is what what the pastor is saying is coming from God and just aligns it with the word of God. So if it doesn't line with the word of God, you may, may need to, there may need to be some other steps taken, but first go to God with what you hear and say, God, does this line it with your word? Is this what you would have me to hear? Is this correction something from you? Give me the discernment. So ask God for discernment and understand pastors are human. I'm human. We're all humans. But we need to make sure we go to God first and foremost for whatever we hear. What a message you hear, what someone says, make sure it lines up with the word of God. Amen. So the next thing, so the next, uh, so, so that's why correction is not always bad. It's to help us, it's to grow us. And when we know it's coming and it lines with the word of God, it can help us, it can encourage us, and it can grow us to continue to go on. 
Amen. And so she says, we simply cannot grow up or mature without correction. We simply cannot grow up or mature without correction. If we are rebellious towards office policies, companies, rules, government guidelines, traffic laws, or towards any other form of authority, then we have more serious attitude problems than we might think. So we have to understand that if we have a problem with hearing correction from a pastor, it can and not only a pastor, but if it's a problem with hearing even from our job or from company or from government or from traffic laws, and we just don't want to be, be hear correction and we just go about doing it the other way and be rebellious about it, there might be an attitude problem there that we need to examine. So we need to ask God to show us if if this is a if it's a pattern if it's an if you have a problem hearing correction and and we it's a you need to ask God to help you with that because you don't want to act in rebellion that's not what God would have you to do, Amen. And so we have to understand that. This can not only happen in the church, it can, ha- it can start happening in other areas of our life, as I said, in the government, and guidelines, traffic laws, and other forms of authority, too. It's a, more, it's a more serious problem if you see it in other areas of your life. So, so I would see, I want to encourage you, if you see these things in other areas where you see rebellion towards excuse me, things in other areas, ask God to help you. Ask God to show you any area where you might have rebellion because you don't want that operating in your life. That's not, that God is not pleased with that, and that's not going to help you grow. It's not going to help you mature. It's going to keep you in bondage. It's going to keep you in bondage, and you do not want to stay in bondage. Bondage is horrible, and it's not a place you want to stay. Amen. So he continues to say, excuse me, being rebellious is not something to be proud of. It is something we need to be diligent to examine from our attitudes and behaviors. Why? Because if we refuse to submit to earthly authorities, then we will not submit to God's authority. That is called disobedience, and it will keep our prayers from having power. So you see, that's how it starts. It starts off in the natural, where you start off having being rebellious in areas of law and government and office policies, not want to do things on your job, not wanting to follow the rules, not want to do what the pastor says because you don't want to think people are telling you what to do. And then what can happen? It can start causing you disobedient to what God has called, told you to do. It can start causing disobedience to the things of God. And what can happen? It keeps our prayers from having power. Listen, take that in for a minute. It can cause our prayers from having power. We want to make sure that we have power when we pray, that our prayers are effective. Amen. 
<clears throat> and it says, God placed, so this is the author gives a story of how she had to overcome some rebellion in her life so that so she could grow and mature. So this Joyce Meyer says, God placed me in someone else's ministry for several years before he allowed me to start my own ministry in the other ministry. I had to learn how to come under authority. That was not easy for me because I'm a pretty strong person. I did not always agree with the decision that was made. I did not always feel I was treated fairly. But one of the lessons God taught me is that we are not fit to be an authority until we know how to come under authority. I also learned that God will promote us at the right time if we keep a good, godly attitude during challenging times. We might want to, you might want a pay raise or a promotion at work. Yet you regularly gossip and say critical things about your boss. This is a form of rebellion. God once told me, Joyce, you can do what you are you can do what you are asked to do and still have a rebellious attitude. Submission is not an act we put on, it's an attitude we should have. So you can see this story of Joyce Myers told about how she had to be was under a ministry where she learned how to operate under someone else's authority. And she had, that was a hard lesson for her, but she grew from that. There's some challenging times. And sometimes God will put us in situations like that to help us grow, to to show us some rebellious attitude, to show us some, to help us to evaluate some things in our life that need to be taken out, that need to be pruned to help us to grow so that we can take correction, so that we don't fall into disobedience. We want to be obedient to what God has called us to do. And so the, the example she gives is you might want to pay raise or promotion at work, yet you're regu- you regularly gossip and say critical things about your boss. Well, if you say regularly, if you keep saying gossip and say critical things about your boss, is this really going to help you get a pay raise or a promotion at work? Is that what God would have us to do, any of us? Just think about it. If you want a pay raise, if you want a promotion, is it right, is it, is it right to be critical and be gossiping and saying critical things about your boss? This is a, that's a form of rebellion. You need, instead, and when you feel like gossiping and saying critical things, be thankful that you have a job. Be thankful about that you have a boss. Be thankful you're able to work. Change that talk and don't gossip. Don't say bad things about the job. Don't, even if you're not crazy about your job, don't gossip about it. But be positive. Try to be positive about your job and ask God to help you to get there. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying it's going to be happen overnight. But strive to get there. And I ask God to help you to get there because you don't want to be in rebellion. 
Rebellion will keep you from moving forward. Rebellion will keep you in bondage. Rebellion will keep your will keep your prayers from being powerful. You we want our prayers to be effective. And we truly we truly want God to move in our lives. Amen. So it says the anointing of God and his presence and power is a form of authority. If we want to operate in a greater anointing, a stronger authority from God, then we have to submit to the authority under which God places us before he moves us to a new level. Listen to that. The anointing of God, his presence and power is a form of authority. If we want to operate in a greater anointing, a stronger authority from God, then we have to submit to the authority under which God places us before he moves us on to a new level. So that means wherever you are right now, whatever place you may be at right at this moment, whatever job, whatever situation, and whoever, whatever authority you might be under right at this moment, a leadership authority, whatever it is, you need to do, submit to that authority which you are placed under right now and do what God is telling you to do. Be obedient. And then when it's time, God will move you to that new level. But don't act in rebellion. Just be obedient and do what God has told you to do. It's critical. It is so critical that you do that. It's so critical that we all do that. Because God places us places for a reason. And God has a, a reason. He places us places for a time, for a season. And he wants us to learn something. He wants us to grow at that place, at that level. And we need to make sure we're doing what God has called us to do until he moves us to that new level. And we don't want to do any, we don't want to act in rebellion or do things that God doesn't want us to do. We want to make sure we complete the assignment he has called us to do at that level we are at right now. So whatever level you're at right now, ask God to show you what you need to be doing. Ask God to help you to complete the assignment, the task, they've called you to do and do what God tells you to do. You may you may not like it, you may not want to do it, it may not be it may be boring, it may be something you've been doing for years and years. But if God told you to do it, if God told you to to say, if God put you in that place, do what God is telling you to do and be obedient and just go forth until God moves you to the new level, until God says it's time to go. Don't fight the process. Do what God is telling you to do where you are right now and go and do it and do it as he tells you to do it. Do it as he tells you to do it. Don't grumble. Don't complain. Just go and do it as God tells you to do it and be obedient. Amen. Someone needs to hear that this day. Just do what God is telling you to do at where you are right at this moment in your life until God has said it's time to move to the next, to the new level, to the next level. Amen. 
excuse me, to the, um, to the new level of leadership. So it says, so I'm going to, um, actually I'm going to stop there for tonight because there's much more to talk about, but I want to encourage you just to think about that. Think about what we've talked about tonight about rebellion. And I want to encourage you to really ask God to show you any place in your life where there is rebellion in your life. Ask him. It may be something, you know, sometimes rebellion can creep up on you and sometimes you just do things and and you think it's not a habit, that's just the way you are. But know that some things in our life that they, they're not what they're not pleasing to God. So ask God to examine your life. Ask God to show you areas in your life that need to be that need to be purged, need to be cleansed. And ask God to show you those places in your life that where rebellion is lurking or it might be hiding and trying to disguise itself as something else. Because you don't want that in your life. It keeps you in bondage. It keeps you in bondage, and you want to be in freedom in every area of our lives. And we talked about in this um, in real talk in the, probably a year ago or so about freedom in Christ, and we talked about rebellion versus submission and how important it is to make sure we are, we don't, that we watch out for rebellion because rebellion keeps you in bondage. I don't want any person on this line to be in rebellion. I don't know. We need to ask God to remove any rebellion from our life, any rebellious attitude from our life. We want to make sure we're being submissive to what God has called us to do and those who God has put authority over us so that we do not be rebellious. So I want to encourage you this week to ask God to show you any rebellion in your life. And if he, when he shows it to you, confess it. Confess it and ask for forgiveness. Ask for forgiveness. Confess it and ask for forgiveness and repent and say, I want to do better. God, I want to do better. I want to do better so I can continue to grow and become more and more like you. I want to do better, God, so I can become more and more like you. You ask God, I want to be, so you can become more and more like God. That's, ask God. And he will show you. He will show you those areas. He will show you. Be open to hear what God will re- show and release to you. Again, I thank God for each one of you. I thank you for joining E3 Ministries for Real Talk. I pray that you will join us back next week. We will continue talking about this next, this key to powerful prayer, we will continue talking about being properly related to authority. We will continue talking about being properly related to authority next week. So please come back next week as we continue talking about this. So this is a really important topic as we talk about the 10 keys to powerful prayer. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you for who you are. We thank you, Lord God, for reminding us the importance of watching out for rebellion and rebellious attitudes. 
We ask you right now to show us and reveal us Reveal to us any attitudes or any behaviors that are not like you, Heavenly Father. We ask you to speak to us, Heavenly Father, and open our eyes and our ears, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, God, to hear what you would have to release to us, God. We thank you and we praise you, God, that you desire that each of us become more and more like you. And that is our desire, Lord, to become more and more like you in every area of our lives. Continue to help us, continue to strengthen us but continue to walk with us and talk with us, God. We love you, we thank you, and we praise you, God, in the name of Jesus, God. And we will take these spiritual disciplines and apply them to our lives in every area. In Jesus' name we pray. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Start working even now, moving in the lives of every person who will, who's been on this call and who will hear this call in the future. We thank you in advance for the work for the change and for the shifts you're doing in the lives of your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Again, I thank God for each of you, and I pray you'll join E3 Ministries back next week as we continue our discussion. Until next week, have a blessed week, and God bless you. Again, my name is Minister Tamika Brown. Have a blessed week, and amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.